Welcome, everyone. It is Sunday, September 17th, 2023. It's the OB Daily Podcast. It's your host, as always, Adam Martin and Big Marcel. Here on a Sunday morning again, 10.30 a.m. Uh, just decided to do it early today. Uh, get out of the way for the week, guys. Um, there's just a lot to talk about from last night. Honestly, Marcel, I didn't want to wait. Again, I didn't want to wait till tomorrow. I just wanted to, like, go and talk about the extremely controversial scorecard in the Valentina Shevchenko and Alexei Russell title fight last night at Noche UFC. We're going to be recapping that. Um, so we have an hour. I got about an hour and a half, guys, until I have to go. So we're going to recap that, the, the whole card, for about 45 minutes. Uh, and then we're going to do a second podcast previewing UFC Vegas 79, uh, Fizzy of Gamrock. But, Marcel, we have a lot to talk about with this card. First off, man, how are you doing? And um, what did you think of the event last night? Yeah, but I feel the same way. It's good that we talk about it now, you know, uh, about the event. Yeah, it was like there was some fun fights, but there were also some – I don't think it was really spectacular, to be really honest, man. But, um, I mean, I feel like as long as the people were happy there, and I feel like they were pretty happy during the fights, like, okay, besides that co-main event they were not happy about. But, I mean, it, it, it was a – it wasn't a bad night, you know, but I also didn't feel like it lived up to the expectation, you know, and that's pretty much because I don't think it was a really a strong card, you know, but there was a lot of Mexican talent on it. So I think the UFC uh, tried to bang on that. Um, yeah, but just let's go in on the main event. I think that's that's yeah, why everybody just, wants to know. Into it too. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, as far as last night, I actually had a pretty good night, Marcel, but I'll tell you right now, if Alexa Grasso won, I would have been laughing today, guys, you know. Um, but we end up with a draw. And, okay, so here's the thing about this fight. Here's the thing, you guys. <laughs> here's the thing, right? Here's the, John Strickland. Here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, with that deep, raspy voice. Um, I think you could score 48-47 for either fighter. I think that's fine. I think you'd agree with me. The fourth round is what it comes down to. The other rounds are easy to score in this fight. This is actually a pretty easy fight to score except for the fourth round, which, again, is a very close round. I think Valentina kind of won the, you know, the beginning of it, and then I thought Grasso kind of stole it back late. I leaned Grosso last night, 48-47, very, very closely. And I, when I went to a split decision, I wasn't surprised at all. But split draw, that shocked me. I got to be honest. Like, I just don't see how you get a 10-8 scorecard in the fifth round there, guys, for Grosso. So uh, we've talked about Mike Bell in this podcast. Mike Bell's a great judge. He actually follows us both on Twitter. So I'm actually criticizing him. I'm sure he's reading it right now. And he's like, well, this guy's a prick. I probably shouldn't follow him. So, I mean, that might happen. But listen, like, it's the truth. It was just a very weird scorecard. And... It's very hard to get there. I don't really know why he made that decision. I kind of feel like it's one where he has to explain it. I got to be honest, Marcel. This is one of those fights where we've had it happen a few times. You remember Demetrius Johnson, Ian McCall, they made a scorecard error when they, they tallied the scores. I thought that's what happened here. I'm like, okay, they must have just you know tallied it incorrectly because there's no 10 round here. But there really was a 10 round in the fifth round by Mike Bell for Alexa Grosso to retain her belt. She isn't defended, by the way. That's not a title defense. This is a retention. I don't think it counts as a title defense more so. I, I think I it does. You sure? Yeah, I think it does. But Really? Sure. I, I know, like Frankie Iger had one, I believe, right? When he fought Gray Maynard. I thought it didn't count towards it, but maybe I'm wrong. But either maybe way. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I'll double check that. But, you know, for me, it's just like, it's not, a, it's not, I don't really think it's a title defense. I don't know. Like, I mean, she's getting her belt back, but to me, it's more of like a no contest kind of situation. Um, listen, it was a close fight. Either fighter could have won the split decision there, but like, Getting a 10-8 there to force a draw is very weird. It's almost like they just wanted to send, send the crowd home kind of happy, I guess, for selling away, right? Um, give me your thoughts on this, man. Because, like, again, I like Mike Bell. I'm, I'm, you know, I think he's one of the better judges, guys. But, like, this scorecard yeah. is very, very hard to defend, I think. 
Um, round one, pretty pretty clear to Valentina. Round two, pretty clear to Grasso. Round three, pretty clear to Valentina. Round five, pretty clear to Grasso. Yeah, round four, it came up to for me, you know, and it was like, listen, uh, 40 and 47, either way, I'm cool with, you know, I think you explained it exactly. I think Shevchenko got the first part of the fourth round. I think Grasso took the second part of the fourth round. Um, yeah, and people are like, now let, let's talk about a 10 8. People are like, uh, he probably wanted to make the home crowd happy. If he wanted that, he, he could have scored the 10 9 for, for Grasso in the fourth round, you know what I mean? But he scored it for Shevchenko. So, um, and with Mike Bell, listen, man, horrible 10-8 scorecard. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a horrible scorecard. But at the same time, he's consistently the best judge in MMA, you know? And I think he had an off night because I didn't agree with a lot of his scorecards last night, you know? And normally I always agree or I either see, like, the argument he has, how he scores it, you know? And now it was like, I, listen, the thing is, like, Russell was super dominant in the last minute of the fight, but the, you got to take a mention of the, I, I mean, the last minute of the fight, but you got to take a mention uh, the other minutes of that round, you know? And it was like, that was not dominant. You know what I mean? It was like, I think Valentina had the first part of that fifth round, and then Grasso finally came through, and she did very well. Um, for me, it was 48-47. Either way, I didn't mind, you know, because, like I said, super close. And I actually thought at the moment when I heard the 47-47, uh, I thought my bell scored maybe around 4 or 10-10, you know what I mean? So, but it's not even that. So, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's just weird, you know. It's it's just it's just like, and and, and I hate that it's Mike Bell, you know, because I, I know think he's he's, he's a great judge, you know, normally, and now he's gonna get shit on for he's life. Destroyed on Twitter, bro. Like, like yeah, I but, was nice to him. So were you, man? Yeah, he's getting but, fucking but not, reamed. But not only today, but he's gonna hear this for the rest of his life. The scorecard, you know what I mean? And also, like every fighter. And, and commentator is shitting on him. And I'm like, you're shitting on Mike Bell for the scorecard. You should have shit on Saudi Amado for years. For, or to Chris Lee for years. And you didn't do that. And now you're going to shit on Mike Bell. Listen, man, Mike Bell absolutely fucked up the scorecard. 100%, you know. But you should have shit on the judges many times, you know. And now you're going to shit on Mike Bell because of mm -hmm. a really, really bad scorecard. I fully agree. But come on, man. He's consistently bro. the best judge in MMA. And that's why, that's why I didn't publicly... Uh, let's see, say a shit on him, you know, because normally he scores well. So it's like really weird, you know. I I almost, I can't say this, but I, I just said, I, I hope it was Saldi Amado who scored that for 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 a, a draw, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because that, then we would have been, yeah, it's Sal, of course. But yeah, many people going to now shit on Bell. And I, I mean, it's a really bad scorecard, you know. Um, <laughs> but then again, man, he normally does oh. well, you know. So I, I hate to, to hate on, on Bell, you know. You had Grasso winning too. Marcel, you had her winning, like 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 winning? like I said, round four was a toss up yep. for me. If you yep. give a forty eight forty seven Russell, I would be cool. Forty eight forty seven Chevchenko would be cool, and that's what I said. Yep. Like people saying, like Mike Bell wanted to, um, how do you say that? Uh, to make the the Mexican crowd happy. If he really wanted to do that, he gave he would have gave the Russell fourth the fourth round, right? round. You know what I mean? And he didn't. So yeah. it's just I, I really would love to hear the explanation. You know, I think the other thing maybe like it, this shouldn't be the way it is, but like. Because he can make a 10 round. He could be like, okay, well, that's more indicative of how close the fight was. He thought it was like an actual draw. But again, getting there with a 10 round doesn't make sense. If he had a 10-10 round and it was 48-48 instead, that would make more sense. I'd be like, okay, 
like I don't agree with it, but again, it makes a little bit more sense. By the way, I just got a uh, Discord message from James Lynch's Discord. I won the Survivor Pool Marcel. There Congrats, we go, baby. Nice. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Um, so I'm in the next one. You should you should join too, Marcel. You uh, maybe this time we'll uh, kick your ass. I always forget, man. What when he's when <laughs> you you guys even tagging me in it? I was like, I know, I'll I reply know. later, and then I forget. Because you're breaking yeah. too many fights. All right, let's get some comments. Yeah, by the way, guys. <laughs> we got Knox. We got Joe. Octoron Case. Crazy Pato. Hey Joe, what's up? It's the fifth. Wasn't ten eight for Bullet? Uh, and ten eight Bullet wins. I had it for Bullet. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. You 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 thought she won it? Eh? Okay. Well, I, I mean, I thought Grosso won, but it's close. What's next for Grosso? Like, hey Jamie. Um. I don't Listen. think it's a good fight. Like, I don't really. I mean, it was a good fight. Don't, it's actually a really good fight, Marcel. I kind of feel like it should have been fight of the night, but they didn't give out a fight of the night bonus, which Adam, is fine. This tough. is actually really easy now for the UFC. You know, they want to go to Mexico. You fucking do Grosso Shashenko three. You know, and you do Manuel Flores uh, against Blanchfield. Blanchfield and, yeah, they this, do that. this actually makes sense for them because if Grosso clearly won the fight or just won the fight, you don't do a third fight. And then it's like, what should we do if you're all Blanchfield? They're both deserving. And now it's like, yeah, you know. <laughs> Who'd you pick in a third fight? I still lean Grosso, man. The yeah, thing with Grosso's, Grosso's problem in this whole fight was her takedown defense, dude. Yep. Exactly. I mean, she, yeah, she was like, I think she was on the feet. She was better. I even think on the ground she landed a little bit more if she was in good position. But her takedown defense, dude, I mean, she was way too easy to take to the ground. And listen, man, I mean, she shouldn't have made it that close, in my opinion. You know what I mean? The thing is, like, um, Shashanko also bothered me the whole week, you know? And I don't know why, but it's like she, she, she really... Sits on a high horse for some reason, mm -hmm. man. She's like, uh, I'm the best and nobody's better than me. Nobody comes even close. I'm like, listen, your last two and now your last three fights have all been competitive. You know what I mean? It's not like, and she's like, yeah, I was leading 4-0. No, you weren't, you know? And it's like, does she only have the yes man in her corner or something? We don't tell her like, hey, she gave you a good fight. Give some respect. Man, if, if it comes to that, man, I respect Russell, man. Russell is super respectful, you know, the whole damn time. And even after the fight, she's super respectful as well. So I, I don't know what's with Valentina. She's a great fighter, but man, she is. Uh, and I don't say she lost, but she's a sore loser, dude. If it doesn't go her way, a really sore loser. No, I completely agree. Um, do you want to move? On? Okay, we should move on. Actually, we only have forty-five minutes to do this. So <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, by the way, I do want to talk about this though. Like the back takes that was kind of. Bear Grosso was winning the fight when she would get in those scrambles and take her back, and she did it a few times. And Valentina fucked up again, leaving uh -huh. her back exposed. So that's a weakness, obviously, and Grosso has exploited that uh, a couple times now. Uh -huh. Generally curious how long we have to see these ridiculous judge scorecards, but agree sports player we have boxing. I mean, it's been happening for a while, man. Again, like, this is just weird, because, again, it's so out of character for this judge. Like, he's a very good judge. Like, it's just very out of character to have a bizarre round of this. But I will say, Marcel, like, at the end of the day, guys, he is a person, right? So people, like, it's not a computer, right? So it's a person. People have like bad days. People have, you know, there's, there's there's days where I don't do good at my job. I'm sure you're the same way, Marcel. Everyone's like that, right? You have your good days, your bad days, or your like not so good days, basically. This was not one of his better days. And I think it's a really good segue into the next fight here between Jack Bailey, Madeline, and Kevin Holland. Now, full disclosure, obviously, I picked Holland in this fight, and uh, I didn't think he won. I thought Jack Bailey, Madeline won. I thought it was very, very close fight, but I gave Jack one and three. Mike Bell had it for Holland. Don't agree with that. Kevin Ioli, I think, on, on the screen had 327 Holland. Like, I just really disagree with that scorecard, man. That is, that's wild. <laughs> I, 
I know Hall actually according to the stats, Holland did outstrike uh Jack. Um, but I didn't feel that way except for the second round where where he outstruck him by um 15 strikes, and I think that was the clearest round for Holland, right? The second. Um yeah, very close fight, Marcel. I think it came down to the third round. I thought Hall was doing well, and I think Jack really stole it late. I think I think he just stole it late, went to the body, went to the head, did those combinations with the with the hands, edged it out. I don't know what I feel about this guy right now. Like he's won six straight fights in the UFC. He's impressive at times, but like maybe he just took too many fights this year. It's his third fight. He also had to cut weight that second time at the last fight, Marcel, and then had that really hard fight with Hapez. Uh, and now you know a pretty tough fight with Holland. Like I don't know what I feel about Jack. Like he did beat these guys, and, and, and it's a good win to have against Holland. But like, is he is he top ten potential? Like I thought at the beginning. I'm not sure now. You know, I kind of questioned it. But like he's top fifteen. Don't get me wrong, but like. To get into that upper echelon, like you got to be really good. So I, I'm curious to see who they match him up with next. Um, right now, he's ranked number 14, just being number 13. A lot of people talk about Ian Machado Gary. I, it, honestly, I'm fine with that fight if they want to do it. I think another option would be Vicente Luque, number 10. I think that would be a really, really good fight. So those those two fights make sense. Jeff Neal is another guy. But again, you get into the top 10, you guys are really fucking good, man. So and there really is Marcel a pretty big drop off after like that top seven eight. Like those guys are so well rounded and dangerous. So, so yeah. Anyways, I, I was like, I wasn't super impressed, but he did get the job done. So, g- give me your thoughts on this fight, man. I mean, I don't think it was really a bad fight. I think both guys were like almost uh, playing chess. You know, we're really looking uh, and definitely this uh, man Holland was really hesitant at what he was doing. He wanted to keep the distance. Uh, Jack tried to, but he was like he has a big reach disadvantage. You know, um, listen, is it crazy if I say I scored a thirty twenty seven for Jack? Because I think I think it was close. Don't get me wrong. You had you had thirty twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah thirty twenty seven for for Jack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the second round, I think Holland won it. But. Yeah, that's what a friend of mine thought as well, you know, but I, I, I see saw it differently, but but yeah. it was a close round. Round two was a close round, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, <sighs> close fight. I think Jack won. Um, what, what can I say? I, I, I like to see Jack against a guy like Vicente, Luca, Gilbert Burns, mm-hmm. these kind of guys, you mm-hmm. know, would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and Holland also said afterwards on Instagram, uh, okay, guys, my bad, you know. I mean, it was uh, the thing was. I th- I think Jack won, but uh, man, somebody's calling me the whole damn time. Fuck off! Um, Breaking so, news. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's what I think. Twenty-seven, yeah, but twenty-nine, twenty-eight would be good as well. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I don't like disagree um, really. Uh, let's go to the next fight here. Raul Rosas Jr. Defeats Eric Mitchell first round knockout. Now, man, Mitchell looked really good at Wayne's guys. He was shredded. He was ready to go. And that stare down, it was the best stare down on the card. You watched the Wayne's too, right, Marcel? Yeah. By the way, dude, how awesome was the Wayne's like outside, uh, like with the Mexican theme? I thought it was fucking awesome. Did you like it? No, they should do that more I, I, often. Like, why I, why make them boring? Like, make them cool like that. What I mean. It was it was fun, you know, but I kind of got annoyed during the broadcast with with that same Mexican jingle the whole damn time. It's like <laughs> you 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 only have money to buy one jingle, you know what I mean? It's like fair um, enough. I just thought it was cool, and like the fighters like dressed up a little bit and put like oh, what the mariachi band? Yeah, it was fun, and yeah. that thing was cool too. So, anyways, um, yeah, Raul versus Junior gets the win though. Fifty four seconds gets the bonus. By the way, I I didn't I fell asleep like honestly right after the card. Um. Dana didn't speak, right? I'm assuming Sean Shelby didn't speak. So when did, did they announce the bonuses via Twitter? Is that how they did it? Or I have no idea, dude. All right, I, but they gave up five, I, though. They gave up five. 
Yeah, all the so, finishes, right? Yes, all the finishes. So, anyways, uh, yeah, he looked good. I mean, there's nothing else to say, but Mitchell, again, he's not UFC caliber. So, two straight first-round knockout losses. Anyone from Alaska FC besides really Jared Canyon and maybe there's someone else I'm forgetting is not there. Medic. Who? I want to give Medic. Oh, yours, Medic? Yeah, he's not. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah, I mean, Rosas won. Like, we're, we're, the guy's – the kid's clearly talented. You know, he's, he's 18 years old. He's 2-1 in the UFC. I mean, that's fucking amazing. So, again, I don't know how good he really is because this guy he beat, like, really is not good at all. Like, I'm trying to be nice here. Karis Mitchell's just not a UFC caliber fighter. He's just not at all. Do you think he gets cut, by the way? Do you think he gets one more because he's taking these, like, kind of tough fights? Like, what do you think? Actually, not many people know, but this is actually a short notice fight for Terrence Mitchell because Terrence wasn't supposed to be like the original opponent for Raul for this fight. For this Who card. was supposed to be? Um, I think it was. Uh, I, I told you, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put him on the spot here. But I, I'll tell oh, you yeah. uh, off the record. Um, sure, no but um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think he gets another one for sure. Yeah. Anyways, I, I'll put good. in the private chat. Cool. Rosas gets the win though, and and you know, nice. Uh, Nice victory for him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that actually. They might have been announced actually, Marcel. No, I think no. Anyways, um, go to the next fight. Hoover looks phenomenal. Submits uh Christos Gugos. Christos definitely won the first round, but again, gassed out, right? He always gasses out in his fights, like after the first round for the most part. So again, strong start by Yagos his striking looked pretty good, but eventually Zell Hoover finds the range. And then man, first off, I I'm not gonna lie, guys. I was getting pretty excited about that takedown defense. I'm not gonna lie. I'll just say that, Marcel. That was some of the best takedown defense I've ever seen in this fight. The balance was absolutely fucking unreal. Like there was one shot where he always had him so deep, and I don't know how he was able to fend off that takedown. It was incredible. Um, in the end, he get get the submission win. I thought a knockout was gonna happen. I didn't think he'd submit him. So that's really impressive to me. I like Sal Huber, Marcel. I mean, again, he did start slow in this fight. It was kind of reminding me of that Ogden fight. I'm like, oh, shit, he's not doing – he's not throwing again. Oh, no, like, start throwing, dude. But once he found his range, Marcel, it was game over for, for Yagos. What do you think of his performance? I thought the kid looked really good. Yeah, man, I think, like like you said, man, he, he's, he didn't start well. And, and he has that – Sal Huber has some, sometimes in his fights that yep. he does something and he gets clipped, you know. Yep. But uh, he recouped, you know, and I think Yagos cast out and he went for a kind of a sloppy takedown. And – Man, Sal Huber had that anaconda quick in, you know, and uh, yeah, beautiful win for for Sal Huber. Uh, happy for him, finally got a finish in the UFC. It's his third fight, you know. I think his first fight was really like a stinker against um, Trey Ogden, was that right? And um, yeah, now he got, and uh, the second one against Vanada was also like, he started really well, I think, and then he, he did really bad, and then he did well again. But now it was like, again, some kind of adversity, but a good finish, man. Was uh, was good to see, man. I think Zell Huber has, some, uh, has definitely some upside, and uh, hope to see he can uh, continue the way he does, you know. Hope he can continue the way he does. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, Kyle Nelson picks up the upset over Fernando Padilla. Again, a close fight, but I thought Nelson won. Um, again, Padilla, I thought, won the first round, and then the second and third round. Went to uh, Kyle Nelson, the Canadian. Sal Dumont giving, giving that first round. Nelson don't agree, or yeah, I don't agree with that. I thought Padilla won the first round. To me, it came down to the third round, right? It was close, but Nelson pulled pulled away late. Um, second straight upset win for this guy, man. Any thoughts? Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way, man. I think uh, Nelson took two and three, but uh, I I, w I was thinking that probably Padilla could get the decision, but he didn't. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, Nelson finally got got his three going right in the UFC the first time. Uh, to uh to back to back to back wins you know before that had that uh, draw against korea against do choi um 
good year so far, dude, for uh, for Kyle Nelson and the UFC. So um, yeah, I'm happy for him. Yep. Um, going to the prelims here, Lupi Cardenas, amazing performance, gets the bonus over Elise Reed, just fucking dominated her. Five takedowns, six submission attempts. Elise Reed, her arm looked like that Gumby guy, Marcel, that green dude, you know, can bend. <laughs> um, yeah. But eventually gets the tap. It's kind of a shame almost to, for Reed because she fought like really hard in this fight. Like she did not want to get finished and then still ended up getting uh, submitted. That's what I thought would happen in this fight. Luby gets the submission. Uh, to me, honestly, Marcel, this was her best performance in the UFC. She looked fucking amazing. She looked fucking incredible. By far. By far. Amazing. I mean, she knocked her down in the first round. Then she almost finished her with an arm bar. I, I know. I don't know how Elise got the got out of there. And then the second round, she got to got the rear naked choke. Man, I mean, yeah, man, very good win for Loopy. And um, listen, we both picked Loopy in that fight, but um, she fought much more aggressive than normally. She fought very well, I think. Um, yeah, and maybe that camp switch to uh, to Alexa Grasso, uh, Alexa Grasso's camp and Diego Lopez camp uh, did well for her. So, um, yeah, we'll see, man, what's next for her. And um, Man, I, I still think if she fights that well, she should be called Lupita, not Lupi. Lupi so sounds very sweet, you know? And Lupita sounds like uh, I'm, fr I'm from the hood and I'm coming to knock your ass out or going to kill you you know so yep. uh she should switch to lupita and, and it sounds more mexican as well i know she's part she's like mexican canadian right she, she yep. moved to canada at a certain yep. age um yeah great win man what can you say yep. what else yep. can you say it was one of the better better wins of the card i think just look good just a couple of comments guys like i'm trying to be mindful of time but i'll get some uh they can give five bonuses last week but not to volkov i agree i mean that was ridiculous the volkov didn't get 50k bars i was so stupid like come on that was incredible so over trained, someone's asking, he trains at Extreme Couture. So he's training with Strickland, he's training with Curtis. Um, there's some other guys obviously there. Glint, yeah, just because the time difference. I mean, he, he didn't know what time it was at. That's okay, he can watch the replay. Glint, sorry, buddy. We just had to do it earlier uh this week. Um, but anyways, uh getting back to the fights. Let's go back to the next one, Marcel. We had my boy Roman Kopilov. Once again, guys, another fucking amazing masterpiece. I'll say that. He painted a fucking masterpiece on Josh Sharon's face and body. This guy is so fucking legit. Like, I've been telling you guys, man, this guy's incredible. It, it, for me, Marcel was when he destroyed Puna Soriano. Because I think Puna's a pretty good fighter, honestly. And, like, he fucking fucked him up in that fight. <laughs> like, he destroyed him. And, obviously, the cheer before that. But, like, look at the last few fights. Like, the last fight, again, I don't know how he got, didn't get a bonus for that fight. That baseball kick, head kick in the last fight. And then comes back to a quick, quick turnaround, Marcel, six weeks later. And gets another knockout here over Josh Frem. Goes to the body, gets a body shot knockout. You know, Fram, I'll give him credit, man. He was fucking hanging tough again against a guy who was clearly better than him. But uh, Kopilov, a phenomenal takedown defense, stopped all five of the shots, uh, shots by Josh Fram and outstruck him and then knocked him out with that punch to the body. Like, I really like this guy, Marcel. I'm very excited about him. Again, you know, guys, like, these fighters don't have long careers, but sometimes they, they have these periods in their careers where they just do really well. Like, look at Sean Strickland right now. Like, he might not be the best middleweight of all time, but he's the best middleweight right this second, like right this month, right this week, whatever. Kopilov right now is, like, one of the best middleweights in the world. He needs a step up in competition after this win. Um, I understand these guys aren't ranked. He's been beating but the way he's been beating him is beyond impressive. He's stuffing, Yes, he's stuffing all the takedowns and then knocking them out. Four straight knockout wins. Marcel, I'm beyond fucking hyped. I know you are too, man. Give me your thoughts on this guy. That's exactly the thing, man. I always say, like, you can beat people, but it's the way you do, you know. And this is impressive, impressive afterwards, afterwards, you know. Like I said on Twitter, man, this guy started 0-2 in the UFC, but he 
turn it completely around, you know. Yep. And um, yeah, I mean, they. I should definitely give. I should definitely give him somebody in the top fifteen. Man. Well, I think Chris Curtis is the fight because he's been. I wanted to say that. Why not? I wanted to say that. Why yeah. not? For, you you would or you wouldn't? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, you like that fight? Yeah, because right. he's number yeah. fourteen, right? It makes sense, doesn't it? Like, yeah. I think it makes. And again, remember you called out Strickland after his last fight. He's not getting that fight now, but. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're hyped on Roman too, right? Like, so am I, man. Yeah, I, I was before he even came in the UFC. And then he came to the UFC and he got fucking choked out by Carl yeah. Robeson. And it's like, what yeah. the hell is happening here? He you looked know? terrible in that fight. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And then, but the drive fight, it was the third round, I think, where he kind of started He came back it, in the third round. Right? Yeah. So, like, that's when you started to see, like, hey, maybe this guy's actually decent. And then, mm. I mean, wow. Like, it's been pretty incredible to watch. Uh, he's 32 years old. So, he's in his... Mm. He's basically in his prime right now. They have to like start fast tracking him. I would imagine Marcel he gets a shot in another pay per view card, like a, a main event slot. I would say, or maybe it's like the featured prelim. I think Chris Curtis makes sense. I'm looking at the rankings, guys. If Kelvin Gastelum could fight number eleven, that makes a lot of sense too. But like again, Kelvin is just so injury prone. Um, and then someone else went through the top thing because uh, Brunson got released, right? Is that correct? Brunson was yeah. released. That's that's confirmed. Yeah, that's he, he's he's not with the promotion anymore. I don't what know happened? what happened. Okay, you don't know. Okay, um, so anyways, he's out of the ranking, so it's possible Roman could enter at number fifteen. Like I would put him fifteen right now. I would. The, I think the only thing, yeah, doesn't have a ranked win, right? Yeah, the, yeah. The only thing I can think with Brunson is that he might got injured, you know, and that he was mm-hmm. like, "Fuck it," you know. I, it's it, I'm already at the end of my career or whatever. I'm not gonna go, uh, gonna go come back again, you know. And maybe that's why, but. I mean, it was kind of weird, you know, uh, the, the the timing, you know, because he had a fight plant with the Lisa, right? No, I completely agree. I'm just kind of looking at like middleweights. Um, yeah, I mean, all those guys make. There's a lot of good fighters in the middleweight division. Like, they'll they'll find a good fight for this guy. Um, but I I just think he's deserving of a ranked opponent. Oh yeah, Gaston was at 170. I guess. I mean, he doesn't fight at all, so I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I'm just looking. I was just looking at the rankings, Marcus. Like anyone, because the thing is, like. If he's not going to fight 185, then he shouldn't be in the top 15 anymore. Take him out. When was the last time he even fought? I, I, like, shit, I can't even remember. You know? Can you actually remember the last time Gaston Oh, I guess, yeah, Curtis. Yeah, I guess Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Earlier this year, that's true. That was at 185. Okay, fair enough. It was a close fight. Um, and he won. Yeah, that was, but like, before that, it was two years ago. So, like, he just doesn't fight. I completely forgot about that fight, by the way. It was a really good fight, actually. So, my bad there. Anyways, uh, let's go to the next fight, guys. Uh, the, 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 oh yeah, Delize. Delize needs an opponent. That actually, yeah, Roman Kopilov, Roman Delize. That the battle of the Romans. They could definitely market I, that. I honestly like it. You know, I think it's For a main fun event, fight, like, but I, and fight night, like uh, no, just put, put put it on fucking New York where Delize is supposed to fight. You know, I think Kopilov is good to go. You know, so yeah, he didn't take any damage. I I'd imagine that he's going to get a nice contract boost as well. I think the UFC will probably try to lock him down now if they haven't already to like mm-hmm. one of those. I would imagine, Marcel, they're going to give him like a four to six fight contract, I would think, with Kobe Love trying to get him now where he's a little bit cheaper because he's he's going to get more expensive to sign once he uh, starts, you know, fighting top 50 guys and then knocking them out because, uh, yeah, not many guys. Like, I think he's second on the UFC behind Pavlovich for most knockouts in a row. Pavlovich is six and Kobe yeah. Love is four. That's not easy to do, Marcel. No, Dude, knocking what? people out is hard to do. Knocking them out in the UFC level is not easy to do. I don't care who you're Russian, by are. the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, the Russians have power, man. All right, let's go. Let's get through this. Um, Edgar Shirez, Daniel Lacerda. Yeah, Chris Tyone fucked this up. I mean, we all, like, yeah. You know what, though? His arm did drop. I got to give, like, the ref a little bit of slack here. It was kind of a weird one. But I'm just glad they were – because it's a Vegas, they can use replay and they can overturn it because that's just not – that shouldn't be a loss on the guy's record, really. But at the same time, I, I, I can see why the ref did it. And replay, his arm went down like this, right? So – 
yeah, it's it's kind of shitty. It, it sucks. I think run it back. I mean, I don't really feel like they took much damage. It was more of like a, it was actually a slower paced fight for the Serda, to be honest. But uh, I'd say just run it back. They could probably book it for like next month, I would imagine. Like, these guys took no damage. Any thoughts? So this official always fucks shit up, you know. So <laughs> the thing is, that this is this is not something that stands alone. You know, I kind of give him some room here because indeed. Uh, Lacerda's arm dropped, you know, so mm -hmm. I give him some room here, but Chris always fucks it up, you know, um, at the same time, he was man enough to go to Lacerda and say, listen, man, I, I fucked up my mistake. I'm sorry, yep. you know, and yep. I respect that, honestly, you know, you don't see that mm -hmm. often happening, you know, so I respect that. Um, yeah, man, for Lacerda, dude is 0-4 on one no contest now in the UFC, you know. But it's fun to watch. Just re I, I would rebook the fight uh, wherever, you know. Listen, maybe you can say, yeah, the thing is, like, this was like, they want to have Chires win, let's be honest. It's a Mexican, uh, not a UFC event, Chires against Lacerda. You can do this one, and I would say you can do this in Sao Paulo, but, I mean, that would suck for Chires at the same time because he didn't do anything wrong. So, fuck it, man. Just do it in the... Uh, Put it on the New York card on prelims, man. This is a yeah. fun one. Put it, it was in good. front of all. I mean, they could just they could do it in Brazil too. That Sao yeah. Paulo card that could open in the card up. I think that would be the be a great like first fight on the card. What do you think? I think that'd be great. Uh, open up the, the show with some violence. Um, let's get through these last couple of fights. Tracy Cortez Hopefully with Knox, by the way. What do you say? Oh, what are they and, going uh, to stop a point? Jared is, is not good. And Tyone, yeah, I mean, he's not one of the best. But again, this one I can kind of give him some slack a little bit more. So. And again, he wasn't a he wasn't a douche about it. It was like, oh yeah, I was sure. right. Sure. Anyways, um, hopefully they can run it back. Tracy Cortez gets the win over Jasmine Jazdavisius. Very close fight here as well. Mm. I don't agree with these 30-27 Cortez scorecards. I thought Jazz clearly won the second round, personally, but uh I thought Cortez won the first and third. Uh, I think no. that's what it was, right? Am I doing it wrong? Am I thinking wrong? No, or, no, I, I'm with you. I think she 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 uh, uh she did very good with her boxing in the first round, Cortez, really good. You know? mm -hmm. And the third round, she also scored more points, you know. So I think she definitely won the first third round. What really bothered me in this fight was the commentary, you know. The yeah. commentary was like, Yeah, that, that's very well done by Tracy Cortez. Then Jasmine grabbed her. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah Tracy should uh, go to the left and to uh do this to to get out of that. Uh, Tracy should do the listen, guys. You're not Tracy's corner, you know. You got to be neutral in your commentary, and you're like clearly biased to Tracy Cortez. And it was both Cruz, it was Cruz, it was DC, and it was Anik, all three, you know. And they didn't say one time Jasmine this. No, it was always even when Jasmine did something good, they were like Tracy does this bad, you know. It's like such a weird narrative. I also tweeted it because it really annoyed me. Normally, I let it go, you know, but this time it really annoyed me, you know, because in the second round, Jasmine, I think Jasmine did well in the second round, you know, she put in the wrestling and stuff, and they were like talking how Tracy should do better to prevent Jasmine to control her on the ground. And I was like, what the hell? You, you didn't say like Jasmine should put up uh, her left or right hand to prevent herself from getting hit by Tracy. You know what I mean? So it's really weird to me, but one and three for Cortez, I agree. Yeah, yeah, it could, and a good win for her. I mean, Jasmine's a scrappy fighter. Like Jasmine's pretty good too, man. Like there's no doubt. Like she beats a lot of girls. Very tough. All her fights have gone in the distance. So very, very tough. Good chin. Uh, but yeah, I thought Cortez boxed her up and won with the boxing. Like she did. Did she even attempt to take? She attempted one takedown the whole fight. That's. I didn't really see the fight going this way. To be honest, I thought it'd be a lot more grappling. But yeah, I mean, it was yeah, uh, a good, good win for her. She's five and zero now in the UFC. She is ranked, obviously. Who would you match up her with next? I mean, someone pretty good, right? I would imagine, right? Cortez, why do why the fuck you don't match her up with Casey O'Neill? 
Cortez and O'Neal. O'Neal is number 12. Okay, she's actually ranked ahead of her. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. Is that okay? Fair enough. Natalia Silva, that, that would be a good fight. I know you'd like that one more. So just oh, the, yeah, for sure. But <laughs> Natalia will destroy her. That's the problem. Honest. But yeah, it'd be a it'd be a good looking fight. Um the cannibal, Charlie Campbell gets his uh first UFC win in his debut, knocking out Alex Reyes, a guy who hasn't fought in six years. Not really sure why Alex Reyes came back. Very, very bizarre. Uh, I mean, you don't see that. You don't see that, Marcel. Six-year layoff. You know what's crazy? Six years to the day. His last one was September 16th, 2017. That's crazy. That is really crazy. I don't think we even did the podcast back then, right? <laughs> no, I mean, that, he hasn't fought in a long time. I mean, I was doing the podcast, but it was with, Yeah, but that was me. Oh, my God. I think it was by myself at that point. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> before I got Cole on and you and uh, – No, I'm, I, yeah. Man. He, he gets got destroyed. Charlie Campbell looked great. You got the I'm glad he got a bonus, man. Good for him, man. You know, he looked amazing. And then my girl Josephine Knudsen. I mean, listen, Marcel. <laughs> I just like I had a third 24. I had, Mike Bell had, and I agree with him. I, to me, it was 310 rounds. Like, and you look at the, the stats 81 to 8 in significant strikes, 147 to 39 total strikes, 10 and a half minutes of control time to 30 seconds. So it was an absolute domination, but didn't finish the fight. I'll give man credit. Very, very tough. Showed a good chin in this fight. Got her ass kicked. I just think Knudsen's really good, but she's like, she played it a little safe. And it's like, I don't think the UFC is going to really push her up the ladder until she starts getting finishes. I know she tried in this fight. The other girl was really tough. I'll give her credit. But like, she had, like, she shouldn't be able to finish a fight like this, Marcel. Give me your thoughts. The, you all know already if Dana saw this fight, they're going to give Knutsen a, a very difficult matchup in our next fight, mm -hmm. you know, because they want her to, fi to, to fight, you know what I mean? And I, I don't say she don't fight, but they want her to fight, you know what I mean? Yep. And not yep. to play it, play it safe or whatever, or to, uh, I don't want to actually say she played it safe, but she was like, she was, she was like, I kind of feel like she did, to be honest. Yeah, if we're kind of 50 50 on it, man. It's like 30 24 is playing it safe. Yeah, maybe you should finish. Yeah, I think. It, but it's also like, I agree with Craig Allen what he said on Twitter. There's becoming a certain narrative uh, with the first Dana White contender series like, you should, you should finish. You should finish, you know? Sometimes a dominant decision is okay as well. You know, this is her debut. Let's don't give her too much slack for it. I feel, you know, although, yeah, I, I don't think uh, this, this, yeah. this girl, the Marnik man is really your secret. No, no, by the way, I, we got to get these, these guys are right. And I should have mentioned this. She would hurt her. And again, she did in the show. She hurts yeah. her and then clinches you. She is like relatively new to MMA, right? Like, so there's a chance that she can learn from this, but like, yeah, I mean, Dana, I'm sure was pulling whatever Harry has left out his, his, uh, head out yeah exactly Ponto. so anyways overall i mean i thought the car was pretty good like not amazing but pretty good um i would give it like a seven or a ten is that fair marcel seven or ten i would give it a 6.5 yeah so there were some good things but again you know for me my main event was uh was uh my boy russian chase cooper or chase hooper chase cooper <laughs> russian chase <laughs> Hooper. <laughs> dude he looks exactly like him it's fucking uncanny i'll say that all right guys let's just go to Really quickly, we'll do contender series, Marcel. We can recap that that uh, show from last week. Once again, Dana White he hands out the contracts like candy. Do you do you miss when when it, you, you know a guy would finish the fight and still not get signed? There was still that like like you're not sure because if Dana thought it was that great of a finish or something. Like because mm -hmm. again, I'm looking at this card. I can't really fault Dana for for signing all five fighters. I will say that. Um, let's just, I'll, I'll go through quickly and get your really quick thoughts on this. But uh, like I thought, Montop looked. Good. I mean, he, he didn't get the finish, but he dominated. 
Jonathan Deniz is the guy that stood out for me the most. Like the heavyweight division needs guys like this that can knock you the fuck out. This guy's striking is extremely technical and he has so much power. He's just a really strong guy. Um, I'm excited to see his debut. I think you definitely have to put him on that card in Sao Paulo. Steven Wynn, third shot in UFC or uh, to make the UFC, he gets in finally. I thought he looked great, Ninja. Oh, and then Pulaski looked good and Matsumoto looked good. I don't blame Dana for anything signing. Go ahead, go ahead. What was the ref with AJ against um, Steve Wynn? Uh, let me check right now. Because that fight should have been stopped. Um, oh, Mark Smith. Mark Smith. Mark Smith. Yeah, big fucking surprise. Um, also weird, you know, and and he didn't even step in after round one. He he, he actually get, let let Stephen Wynn give him an extra hammer fist after the bell. <laughs> yeah. The buzzer. Um, yeah. Oh man, uh, should have been stopped. But uh, yeah. who who's your standout in this car? Was it Denise too? Oh or yeah, Jonathan. Philosophy? Jonathan Denise is really good. You know, he, he's yeah. really fun to watch. You know, he got the knockout power. He comes from uh, kickboxing. I know for a long time, man, he fought in the early glory days uh, yep. as a heavyweight, you know. So um, I'm happy for him. He he he, uh, he, he transitioned out to MMA and he looked good, you know, and looking forward to what's next for him. But last three, got to give her credits as well. You know, two years ago, she came up short against Jessica the Vicious. Uh, yeah. Now came back and she looked pretty good. I think the first round was really competitive. Second round, she, she destroyed her pretty much. Um, yeah, overall, pre pretty pretty fun card, you know. Um, yeah, I yeah. enjoyed it. I don't. Do you blame Dana for giving him five deals again? Because like they all look good, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, actually, the guy who didn't cut the finish, he also was impressive. You know, the the James Lon, uh, what's Jean yeah. Top or how they say Lon Top? Yeah, Lon Top. Yeah, I no problem with it. Thomas Lon Top. Yeah, Thomas, James Thomas. Yeah. yeah. The Casey Tanner guy also looked pretty good. Uh, he'll probably get another fight. Or Dana said he might get a short notice UFC fight. He did say that actually. Um, Marcel, yeah, yeah. Patrick, what's up, man? You got to go back and listen. Um, hey, what's up, Tristan? Uh, I like Denise. He did fight Rico in Glory ten years ago, which is crazy. Uh, yeah, Contender Series has been good. I, I I agree with Marcus. I watch. I like it better than PFL. <laughs> like I don't think anyone disagrees with Marcus there. Junior and, and Top on Denise, sure, that would be a great fight. All right. Um, yeah, I think we're good there, Marcel. Okay, I, you know, guys, like, yeah. here's the thing. Like, we have, like, a time uh, crunch kind of today because I got to leave around 12. So I got about 40 minutes. And I think the best thing to do, honestly, is to end this one and then start the new one to preview UFC Vegas 79. 80, uh, 79. Keep saying it right. <laughs> Patrick is like, Marcel is aggressive this morning. Yeah, man, it's just like, listen, we're a long time watching MMA, you know? And the thing is, like, uh, Mike Bell gets a lot of shit online, and I understand for that 10 8 scorecard, but you got to look at it for, for the whole perspective. Like, he's normally one of the best best judges, you know? So, I, listen, man, I don't agree with the 10 8 scorecard for sure, but I got to defend him, you know? I got to defend him overall as a, as, a, as a whole because he's going to get shit on, dude, on Twitter, and I hate to see it because normally he's one of the best. But yeah, horrible scorecard. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Anyways, guys, we're going to end this. We'll start the new podcast up in a second here. Appreciate everyone jumping in. Just give me a sec. I'm going to get the uh, the new podcast going, and we're going to preview UFC Vegas 79. Talk to you soon. Bye.